Hello, everyone. This is Isabel Zimmerman with Attracting Wisdom. And I have my dear friend, Nikki, who is going to share her journey. And we're going to have a conversation around the question. Nikki, after you introduce yourself, the question will be, when did you know spirit was real? So Nikki, say hello to our listeners and say a little bit about, you know, whatever. Uh, hi, everybody. Um, so delighted to that Isabel asked me to uh, speak with her about my spiritual journey. And I'm, yeah, there's a lot to actually say. And because I knew we were going to do this podcast together today, um, I've been reflecting on my own spiritual journey. And, you know, spirit has always been real for me. Um, I remember like as a little girl, when I, when I was in a fearful state, and I, I needed help and there were no humans around. I went to spirit, which I then called God and sometimes still do call God, um, and asked to be saved because I was so terrified. Right. I remember getting lost in a store once. And at that point, when I was eight years old, it was about negotiating with God. God, just help me find my mom and I promise I'll be good, right? Um, so may, maybe the more interesting question is, when did I realize that, that my God was not a judging God and that I, I didn't have to meet any criterion in order to be loved by God or to be led by God or to be helped by God? Um, and so for the longest time, due to conditioning and my environment, um, God was something outside of myself. Spirit was outside of myself. And it was all based on if I main, if I ab abided by the rules and regulations that society dictated, um, then God would help me. Because if I was a good person, then I was going to be helped uh, in whatever capacity I needed because God was all powerful, right? And, um, and I would say things began to shift when I was in my late 20s, I remember, um, I remember I was living in Paris and uh, I was going to this group uh, called Al-Anon and we were talking about, um, you know, surviving that alcoholic home, which my mother was an alcoholic. And, you know, there were lots of... Um, tools that were very helpful at being in this group. One of them was um, being dependent on uh, a power greater than, than yourself, right? And, and that wasn't so hard for me because I had always assumed that spirit was greater than myself. Mm -hmm. And so um, I remember a friend of mine that was in that group with whom I'm still friends with invited me to uh, a talk by somebody who wrote a book. And the name of that book was Conversations with God. Um, and the author of that book, his name is Donald Walsh. And there's a third name, but I can't remember, but somebody will fill in the blank for me there. Um, and, and he ended up writing two books and these were channeled books. So this was my first, first introduction to channeling. And um, it was the first time that I, um, I, I, that I was able to Get a, get a glance at this notion that one person, a human being, an average human being could actually talk directly to God. You didn't need to go through a priest or an institution, 
And um, the word, the conversation, I read both books and I was astounded that the, it was such a natural conversation. There were no thou's or thighs or, you know, thunderbolts or anything like that. There weren't any stories. It was just a conversation. And, um, and you know, that opened up my mind. Uh, I was quite curious about, you know, my connection to something that was outside of myself but wait was it really outside of myself because this guy had god's voice in his mind right so mm. i didn't have to go through a third party and and then uh i think like 2000 and let me think 2007 i was introduced to law of attraction through the the, the teachings of abraham hicks right who and, introduced how did you um so you, a friend was a conversation with God and what about Abraham? So was it another friend? Another friend. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Another friend, another friend that you actually know, because later she's the one who introduced me to, to Gary and the, and the teachings of Joshua. So she was wow. someone, she was one of my little angels that it was, was always, she was, if I was curious, she seemed to be even more curious. So she would introduce me to the things that she was uh, discovering around the, the spiritual world. And so with the teachings, uh, the, the, the law of attraction teachings, um, I came into a bit of a, a quandary because, you know, I, for many, many years, I understood and believed that God was something outside of myself and he wasn't quite, or she wasn't quite, or it wasn't quite, um, that omniscient figure of when I was eight years old, it became more of a friend that I could communicate with, right? But when I came to the the law of attraction teaching, suddenly the idea that that spirit was outside of myself didn't work anymore because if I'm creating my reality, then uh, how can how can God can't be recreating my reality if I'm creating my reality, right? So it was really a I remember it was like a year or so of really being feeling confused about that. And anybody on the spiritual journey, when they, they do trans, they do that trans, um, you know, they, they, they shift from, um, the, the omniscient figure to being, um, having God within you. Right. So God is everywhere. So God, I am, I am, if I'm a, for me, the easiest, uh, I would say metaphor is, God is like the sun and I'm a ray of the sun, right? So I am God, you know, and everybody's God and God is in everything. And so I don't have to um, go outside of myself to seek uh, a spiritual connection because I am that ray of sun, right? So wow. that was really helpful for me. But so it just took, it took a while for me, like most things change, you know, we all resist change. And, and I, it wasn't that I had to abandon anything. I just had to expand my belief system, right. To expand. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, it was really empowering to be able to do that, to realize I had access, access at all times to a connection with something, uh, that was beyond the reality that we see and hear, you know? And so I think it started becoming really real at that point. Um, and it's only um, expanded. It's funny because when I started the Joshua teachings in 2017, 20, yeah, 2017, uh, 2016, 2017, it was, I really, really 
into had integrated at that point and with the Joshua teachings it was even more it was it was even a stronger feeling that um we are all spirits you know in fact what is it they say they say that we are we are a soul we are a soul um within uh with a physical i can't remember what the expression is but i love it because in fact we're not human beings that have a spiritual connection we are spiritual and we're um, a spirit in a physical incarnation yeah yeah now i'll tell you how so nikki has really greatly impacted my life and nikki and i have done um the ascension teachings and um we we've worked together as teachers and my gosh i just feel like nikki and i have just been on this journey um together so much and what's interesting nikki lives in france i live in the united states and our journey is so similar like we go through similar things around the same time even if we're not aware we're going through similar things we'll like catch up and i'll be like this is so freaky cool and weird but we're very much in tandem so i met nikki uh through a joshua retreat and we had an instant connection and of course uh we uncovered we've had past lives together and and whatnot and when nikki so nikki went under really easily and that's when we met her um spirit guide or inner being you know whatever but we we call her asana and when i saw asana on the beach when asana contacted me even though even though Gary is channeling the Joshua teachings. I had then seen Esther Hicks channel Abraham. I had read Conversations with God. So that's funny that both of us had that same synchronicity, that book opening our awareness. And that's when it really became very, even though I was connected and channeling my inner guides, but like that when I saw Asana, not my own guides but asana i was just like that spirit realm oh shit it is real it is like there is a whole other world so how i liken it is when a scientist took some pond water and found all the microorganism in that water of the pond and it was teeming with life that's how it felt to me like the spirit realm is teeming with life and it's very real and since then nikki and i you know we we practice our connection with spirit you know and connecting to that realm because it's very real and it is us but that's so i just want to share with you nikki like that's when it really that was like another oh shit moment for me oh my god there really is it's, it is it's very empowering when you realize that um you're completely surrounded by 
entities or energies of whether they be um, archangels or mm -hmm. um, um, galactic beings yeah. or, or, you know, um, celestial beings. Like when I first, um, meditation was really, really key for me to um, be able to, you know, tune in. And then to believe what I was getting, right? Because Mary Magdalene came to me a lot in the beginning. Um, and I think that was the perfect uh, connection for me because I, 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 I kind of missed out this lifetime on a maternal figure. I mean, I had one, but it was, it was a source of chaos and, and of course, great love for my mother. But um, it, uh, Mary, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene was just very um comforting and she really held my hand and communicated with me regularly um and you know it's funny because i was thinking about that it's like i don't really now it's like my dad is there so sometimes i connect with my dad i don't even ask sometimes sometimes i know it's jesus yeah um and it's not really important because to me now no. it's just sometimes i do you know sometimes i'll get messages very clearly and and it's great because there i go days without having real conscious communication and then in a meditation uh usually in the mornings i'll get these incredible messages and they'll um they'll they'll inform me of like things that i just wasn't paying attention to okay and that had happened recently that confirmed a lot of things so that's pretty incredible so meditation was i guess key to be being able to connect with um uh infinite knowledge that is there through all the help that we have that we're surrounded with and um it's funny because you know i remember we used to say higher self i haven't i didn't even hear you say higher self but we used to call asana my higher self and i i recently listened to a brief thing of, of somebody that I follow. And she was saying, what, what about if, if you, if, if you, you know, if you're open to it, what about just seeing your expanded self? And I really like that because in fact, it's our soul, right? We're just this little part of us is here living this physical existence, but who knows where we are, the, the energy of us, where else it is, is it in another dimension, you know? And so, um, and that 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 perspective in and of itself is very helpful because it allows me to not take things so seriously. This is just one lifetime, and it's over in a blink of an eye. Um, and so uh, now I just yeah, my expanded self. What would it be like to just commune with my soul? Right? Mm. What would that be like? Right? So I think that things come in degrees of readiness. So as, yes. our, as our minds expand, as our heart expands, that's much more interesting that our heart is expanding. Um, the, the capacity to love oneself, to love others, to receive love, to get, I was good at giving it, but wasn't probably very good at, at receiving it because I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. And now um, I, I've come to this new place where I, it's funny, I went to a New, new Year's Eve party and um, oh, this woman that, I, that I've known for 15 years or so, she woke up and she said, because uh, I, I was saying something like, somebody says, oh, she said, we were in this discussion, three women, and this woman says, well, I said, where's your husband? She said, he's not here because he went to another party in Paris and it's with all these superficial people like movie stars and stuff like that. And I just, I just can't do that. And I remember when I, when I really 
like when I was really into my spiritual group and I, and I had everybody in a hierarchy. So there was my Joshua group. They, these people belonged way up here. Then I had like my friends that I've had for 20, 30 years and they were a little bit down. And then below that was my social community that, that we have our dinner parties and our, our things with, but you know, it was all like, it was a hierarchy. Right. And, um, I was saying to this woman that when my husband had his heart attack a year ago, um, people came out of the woodwork to be supportive from mm -hmm. all of my er all of my different areas of life. And it was such an interesting experience because it changed everything. Everybody evened out. And it, and it was exactly what Joshua used to say. Joshua would always say that the bum on the street and the top model have the same value. And that's what I realized. It's like, mm -hmm. we, you know, we, we have, we start integrating this information, but it, look, I started reading that book, that very first book, uh, perspective, perception of reality in 2017. And here I am in 2023 and I just got a, a big integration. Right. So when my friend said that about, I didn't want to go because these people are so superficial. I told the story about when my husband had his heart attack. And so what I've come to really see these days. Um, and I find that, you know, for me, in any case, there are themes, you know, each year is a different theme and, and it yeah. really is this year. It's about really opening the heart and seeing the value in every individual because every individual is spirit, right? We all are one. And it, and this whole idea of someone being uh, not as good as another is our, playing around with the ideas of separation right mm -hmm, separation mm -hmm. is an illusion that's that was all meant to be it was all planned and worked out we came down here on, into this incarnation knowing that we were living in this illusion of separation so these oneness teachings are all about um seeing the god within the other the spirit within the other and i hope i don't offend anybody if i say god because i just interchange the words but really the word is love right? So mm. everybody, everybody that walks on this earth, their essence is love. And for me, this journey, it's been a, a long one <laughs> and it's been quite painful. I think that uh, most people are in a state of suffering. And so what does, what, what do these oneness teach, teachings give me? They give me an out. I get, I realize I don't, I don't have to suffer. In fact, the suffering was all of my making from from the very beginning, right? When I chose that family to come into and, 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 you know, my mother was a wonderful example of what a human being uh, is like when, when they're suffering, you know? And so at this age, I really want to choose every morning when I wake up to not suffer and not that I want to choose not to suffer. I want to choose to step into gratitude and joy for what is. And, um, and that's what that connection does for me. It reminds me that I'm not alone. It reminds me of my priorities, which is to, to walk in love and an appreciation and that every experience that I have is an opportunity for me to go deeper, deeper into that love. And, you know, it's sometimes it's, 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 it's really necessary to, to have those contrasting experiences because those contrasting experiences are linked to my beliefs. And it means I've got some work to do to free myself up. But now I have, uh, you know, I have a little formula I can do, you know, I can go through that whole processing of the limiting beliefs when I, when I get triggered. And, um, 
you know, I think vibrationally, those things just move out. They're not driving our behaviors anymore after a certain degree. And we get to be the observer. We get to see, oh, right. I can see this, this playing out. Okay. You know, and sometimes I want to go in and feel sad and feel rejected or abandoned or whatever it is. And then I remember very quickly, this isn't real. This is my story that I've been carrying around. I, I could just put these suitcases down, this rejection suitcase, this abandonment suitcase, because those are some of the things I've been experiencing in this lifetime. And, you know, they're just um, part of my soul's work, I think. Yeah. Um, when, when the hypnosis and you were, you channel Asana and Mary Magdalene and your, your connection to spirit just keeps on getting, do you feel, let me ask you this. Do you feel your connection to spirit gets stronger? Yeah, you know that 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 is something. It's sort of like, uh, it's like going to the gym. Yeah, if you, that's how if, I if feel. You, if you don't want to, if you're if you're not interested in that, and that's perfectly fine. Everybody doesn't have to channel. Everybody doesn't. There's no. There are no wrongs or rights, right? Um, but if you're inspired and you uh, want to increase your capacity to get these downloads to to communicate with spirit, then it's um, then it will only. Uh, expand and your psychic abilities will increase. Um, I go in and out and I, I know a lot of people do up and down. It doesn't mean that I have this, the, the capabilities and then I don't, they're always there. But uh, if I choose to tune in and I have really been um, on a steady meditate, I've been meditating every day, um, but not because I'm in pain and I need relief, but rather because the fruits of meditation are a more peaceful life for me. Mm -hmm. and um i really do like connecting with spirit but i get completely immersed in my my um physical reality sometimes you know i had so much fun just being a human like um working and um doing christmas and new years and stuff like that but in the midst of that new year's party when we had people like rocking out and there was music was vibrating in my bones i had this spiritual spiritual conversation with this woman who knew, right? So um, I like to be the light. I don't, unlike you, because I know that's your mission. I Today, I, I, I just feel like um, my light is there and I, I brighten up when I, I'm with people. But sometimes I'm just not motivated to go out there and you know, I don't want to convert anybody. If, if people are ready, they find me. It's the law of attraction that works that way. Yeah, I agree. Although I would have to say, Nikki, your channeling that comes, which is you, you're very poetic. It's very beautiful. I used your um, analogy in teaching with emotions and the island and the shift, how the, the yeah. shift come to the oh, port. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. That was, that was really powerful. It's true. You know, I, for, I forgot that I actually got those, uh, got those downloads. Um, I, I don't even remember it except the, was the ocean, the, was the, the, the water, ocean, the emotion. Yeah, uh, or no, the ship, the ship was the, 
the emotion that was coming to visit. Sometimes it stays for a few oh, days. Oh, right. Yeah. Also, I, I like to say that, um, you know, when we get to, you know, one of the thing about emotion that I found being, being an energy therapist and working with people and from my own experience as a human uh, is that when we have these strong emotions that come up, uh, like sadness or fear, uh, feelings of rejection or anger or whatever it is, it's so intense, at least with me in any case, that um, I feel like I'm going to die. And I think that's why there are a lot of addictions out there, because we're afraid to actually feel. We're, we're taught to think, but not really to feel, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and so uh, you won't die from them, the emotions. And when you move through them, on the other side of it is always relief, right? So one of the ones that I like is um, the, the, that you have, emotions are like house guests. And, um, you know, we can welcome them and treat them well and let them have their stay and embrace them. And they'll naturally leave after three days or so. It might be 24 <laughs> hours or at the longest three days, but um, they, they never stay. And, you know, if we give them a nice uh, visit, maybe they won't come back so soon, you know? So I think it's really important to feel your feelings. And um, yeah, yeah, it's true that uh, it's all at our access. Everyone, not just me, anyone who's listening to this podcast, um, infinite wisdom and access to infinite knowledge is uh is there for in for the taking for anyone we've just been asleep for a really long time and we think some people can do it and others can't and certainly some people are you know clairsentient clairvoyant and all the other different things some people are trans channels and and empathic channels and there's just our capa capacity to access other senses is growing and expanding so all kinds of new things are even popping up but um that uh I suggest to meditate and believe in yourself and whatever you want can happen. I really do believe that. And if it doesn't, then there's just some block and to re really do the, do the, the work, the work, which is, you know, diving in and really getting to know yourself and know your shadow, know what you don't like about yourself and forgive yourself and allow it to be released. And through that process, um, there's just more joy to be experienced. Yeah. So Nikki is a fantastic healer and Nikki really understands that inner child, that inner wounded child, you know, and that aspect, which we're all one. And, you know, I think of it, me personally, just so you know, everyone, I think of my guides as me, but also aspects of me and frequency of color. It is, it just allows me to feel closer or to relate or, you know, even when I was in corporate America, we had many different products. So I would, I would chunk it out so I could say, oh, okay, we're in this software product. We're in this whatever. So Doing inner child work is is still me, but it allows me to go to that innocence, that that wounded little girl, because she does feel little. She doesn't feel like the adult Isabel. She feels like a little child to me, you know. And uh, Nikki is just amazing, just amazing, going in there and really healing and looking and pretty cool. 
So cool. Yeah, there is a lot of shadow work. Um, I tease them on the other side. I call it the Ascension Trail of Tears. I love that. That's great. <laughs> I've never cried so much in my whole entire life, but it's, you know, tears, they say tears are liquid prayers. It's like, yeah. um, it's, it's so it's, you know, these things that we experienced as children, uh, are, are never forgotten Are you know, smell an old perfume you haven't worn in 10 years or take a bite of something from your childhood. You're right there. So it's yeah. all within our bodies and tear crying is, is a, a physical way to release some of that energy, moving around, jumping up and down, dancing, um, all of that shamanic uh, energy healing is another way to do it. Um, even just writing it out and, and looking at that story, having compassion for that younger version of yourself. And, you know, she or he didn't deserve what happened, but nobody's a victim. So now as adults, we get to say, uh, okay, so let me talk to her. Let me talk to him and um, let me help him or her get her needs met now. And what can I do to reparent myself? Because you said it feels like they're real. Well, there is an energetic version of them somewhere out there that's still, you know, feeling the unresolved trauma, right? So yeah. the, the inner child work is um, super powerful, you know, but whatever way you get to the crux of your suffering, um, it's fine. There's not one way. That's why there's so many modalities out there today. So find your way and get help if you need it. Um, ask, ask the spirits to help you, you know, and uh, it's what's really cool about doing the work and looking at the things we're afraid to look at, feeling the feelings that we're afraid to feel is um, we get to know ourselves to thine own self be true. And when you know yourself, you can love yourself just a little more. And when you can love yourself just a little more, you can love others. And, and that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Moving into oneness, consciousness, and it's exciting times. And thank you so much, Nikki, for being thank you, on Isabel. my podcast and sharing your journey and your wisdom. It's my pleasure. Um, this has been an exchange. You've also shared your wisdom and I love our conversations. They're always rich and always. full of love. Yes, totally. Well, thank you everyone for spending some time. You can find me on Attracting Wisdom. And until next time, see the wonder and magic of it all. <laughs>